0: Be'ezes HaShem Yisbarech, we will continue Simeon Yud Aleph in the Geras which is the 11th letter of the Holy Letters of the Balatanya, known as Laskil Chabina, to enlighten you with understanding. We are going on a deep, fascinating journey, deep into the state of enlightenment, which, which as we explained, the state of enlightenment is really a state that's incomprehensible. It's really a state that is completely undescribable. And we are spending an enormous amount of time going and learning this peric. And after this year, a person wants to ask himself, even if it's indescribable, what does enlightenment look like? How could I know at any moment if I'm in a state of enlightenment, even for one moment? So today in the year, we're going to try to analyze what does enlightenment look like? And what does it not look like? So if a person is in a state right now that he learned this Simon Yuralaf and he gets a and he, w- he looked at it inside, meaning to say he didn't just take the shiurim as a lecture, as an entertainment, as a moment of time where this is interesting, I'll try that sometime. But he actually making this real in his life. He's looking at the words after the shiur, he's getting the English translation. He's looking to see how these words start to dance And he sees what we're learning and how it makes the words come alive. If he isn't doing that, that is the beginning of what he's talking about, Laskil Khabina. Because for many years people learning Laskil Khabina And when you open up the tanya and you look at it, you could learn it in exactly three minutes. You could learn this peric. And you will stay in an unenlightened state. It will have nothing to do with you. Because the words on the page are very flat. The words on the page are very... They're not jumping out at you. The words on the page are not... Those words are not going to change you. From looking at the words on those pages... From looking at the words on the page in the Tanya Laskil Chabina, those words are very old words. They're very, they're insignificant to you. It's just another page in a holy book. So what the words mean to you is based on how you're going to learn it. It's based on what it's going to do for you and based on how it's going to change you. So if you're getting, if you, if a person is saying to himself, "When is he going to finish the seminar?" Already, that's a statement that a person's unenlightened. Then he missed the whole essence of what this parik is saying. You no, know, there was a holy Jew that came over here, a holy Rabbi from Canada. He came over here. He, he enlightened us with his presence. He came over here few weeks ago, such a holy man, and he gave us a tremendous inspiration, and he was not well, he was going through tremendous pain and suffering, to use the words that he told me, he, went, he was going through a Gehenna for five years, and he said what got me through the whole entire Gehenna period was Laskil Chabina, every day he learned Laskil Chabina, every minute of the day he lived with Laskil Khabina and he's told me I watch younger people and older people all around me in the ward and they all passed away. Big part of them, most of them passed away. But the reason I'm alive is because Laskil Khabina. Because I live with this every single day. You know what it means five years to live with this one same paddock of Tanya every day? That means he never knew the Tanya. He never knew it. He didn't know the pedicthanya. Because that's the beginning of enlightenment. If you look at this Tanya and you say, Oh, I know this Tanya," Then this Tanya didn't touch you. Didn't do anything to you. So you see over here a person, this Perek Tanya changed the DNA of his life, it didn't just change him. The end as we're going to get deeper into the end of the Perek, the Balatanya says that the bad gets transformed to good. Your life takes on a new meaning when you fully understand this Perek. And this is exactly what happened. He was not well and he became well because he discovered God and when you discover God, everything gets transformed. This is a tremendous, tremendous understanding. This is a tremendous meditation because last Gilchabina was written to someone who was suffering tremendously. And everybody has suffering and anxiety in their life. And if they're choosing to amplify the suffering for even one moment, that means that at that moment, they're, they're an opener. There's an awakener for Laskil Chabina to come in for them to be truly enlightened with understanding. The Rebbe's grandfather, Mayor Simcha Yanovsky, was sick with typhus. And typhus then was, even now, typhus is a very terrible disease, very contagious in those times, they will put you in quarantine in an institution. And you were like in solitary confinement. Solitary confinement for days, months. There was no, you, you didn't see light at the end of the tunnel. And the Holy Rebbe, Simcha Yanovsky, the Rebbe's grandfather, was sick with typhus, and he was in solitary confinement, and he was in an institution... And he saw no light at the end of the tunnel. And there was a chassid by the name of Rab Asher Nikolaiver that went every day to the institution. He wasn't sure if through the doors and the walls he was able to hear. But every day in the morning he came by the, the institution and he screamed out, khabina, to enlighten with understanding. And quite some time later Mayor Simcha Yanofsky got better and he came out. And when he came out, he came to the Nikolaev and he told him, it's only because of you that I survived. Because every day when I heard you scream, Las kil chabina, this gave me hope, this made me, this made me see the significance In the moment right now. And it made him understand. It made him, it made Laskil Khabina become real in his life. And the minute Laskil Chabina becomes real in your life, the minute this simon becomes real in your life, you're instantly enlightened. And when you're instantly enlightened, you're fully alive. And when you're fully alive, then then that's the purpose of your life. And this is what we're trying to learn now to try to really make this real in our life. So if a person is looking at this moment right now and he's saying this moment is insignificant, which the word, the root word of significant means has meaning. It's from a Latin word that means has meaning. Most of people, most of life, operate as if this moment is insignificant, that has no meaning. And at some future moment, they are going to start to live. If you are in that state, that this moment, any moment in your life, doesn't matter when it is, if you're in the state that this moment right now is insignificant, you are deeply unconscious. You are not enlightened. So we wanna talk about, we say, wow, this is incomprehensible, enlightenment's incomprehensible. It's Balatanya says it. So then how could I know what means enlightened? So if I wanna know if I'm enlightened in this state right now, the way I am right now, If I want to ask myself this question at this moment right now, wherever this moment is going to be, but wherever I am right now, I could be on the train, I could be in the car, I could be brushing my teeth, I could be doing anything. If I see that this moment right now is significant, has tremendous meaning, is the purpose of my life, is the only time I'm alive, that God is creating the world something, which means me right now from nothing, if I see that, Then that means I'm enlightened. If I'm unaware of how significant this moment is right now, that means I'm not enlightened. It's life and death, there's no in between. There's either the light is on or the light is off. It's that simple. If I think there's shades of gray, if I think there's a way, there's a moment now that's gonna get me to start to live, that means there's shades of gray. There's in between, there's in between life and death, there's in between a moment that's new, a moment that's significant, and a moment that's insignificant. That means I'm asleep. That means it's old. That means it's death. That means it's pain. That means it's suffering. So there's only two things in this world. Life and death. Enlightenment and non-enlightenment. So to use the phraseology that we spoke about yesterday, there's the right and the left. The left is the containers. The left is the vessels. The left is the body. The left is the clothing. The left is the cover-up the left is the insignificant, the seemingly insignificant, superficial. If the left is there for you to see the significance, if the body is there for you to discover the soul, if the body is there, if the pain is there for you to become enlightened, if the death is there for you to start to live, which is the left side, if the left side, then the left and the right are married. So, the left doesn't have its own identity. Then you're enlightened. So, we need to see what an unenlightened state means and then we can see what an enlightened state means. Unenlightened means I'm complaining, I'm, Triggered. I'm a moment in the past. I'm a moment in the future. I think a better moment is coming. I'm living with the superficial, with just what is, the, the quantity of everything. Not the meaning of it, not the soul of it. Unenlightened means that I'm, it's old. I already know this person already. I know this pedic already. What are you going to tell me something new? Tell me something new. Tell me something new in the future, something I don't know. So the left side, the left side, is the side of you, is the part of you in your body that is the containers, that is the vessel, that is the organ, that is what's holding everything together, that is your sense of self. But if you just indulge in that, If you just indulge in that, then you're not an enlightened person. So, when he says in this pedic, and he says, by being attached to physicality, by being attached to hopes and desires for fulfillment, Then your organs, all of your organs are full. If they're full, how could you be enlightened? How could the presence of God dwell in your body? If those organs are only there, so godliness could flow through them. Yishkun Oir Hashem means the light of God could be revealed in those organs. Because those organs create you. You are a separate sense of self. You have a separate entity of God. But if you're full of, if those organs are completely full with their own identities, with their own wills, their own desires, if your mind is full of knowledge, how could you ever learn anything? How could you discover the infinity of this moment? If your heart is full of desires, how could you truly discover the purpose of your life, the significance that there is in this moment? So enlightenment looks like, if you're joyous at this moment, if you have complete joy at this moment, then you're enlightened. If you're easygoing at this moment, you're enlightened. If you're not irritated by the pain that you're going through at this moment, you're ending the pain instantly, then you're enlightened. If you're aware that the world is being created something from nothing at this moment by God, then you're enlightened. If you see the significance of this moment, then you're enlightened. If you're aware that you're not enlightened, then you're enlightened. It's the awareness. Taskil Chabina means to be aware. To understanding means to be attentive, to be awake, to be attentive, to be aware, to be joyous, to be easygoing, to eliminate measurement. This moment better than that moment. There's no moment that's better. This only life is only now. A person's only exists now. There's never a moment in his life that he lived that was the past. The past is a mind-made construct. And you, lucky for you, are not your mind. If you were your mind, you'd be trapped in this mind-made construct of past and future. There was never a moment in your life that you lived in the past. You might have been in the past in that moment. Remember Sunday? It's very possible that on Sunday, you were in the past. While you were there, you were thinking about a different moment in the past. And it's very possible your whole life, you live in the past, with some moment in trauma. And you're completely not free To live this moment. But that moment, that was the past. Because you were living with the past. It means because you're not aware that all there is, is now. And the miracle of creation, the miracle of birth, the miracle of God creating the world. Something from nothing. Happens only now. And life only unfolds now. And the mind can't grasp that. So it tries to go away from that. And the knowledge that you're trying to go away from that, that is enlightenment. The mere witnessing, the mere vision, to be able to see. That is the beginning of enlightenment, because the beginning of enlightenment is incomprehensible. It overwhelms the mind. So when a person goes through pain, Painful experience. Anxiety. Then he's forced to go beyond the mind. And when he's forced to go beyond the mind. He says. There's no place that's devoid of God. So even in this moment right now. Even in this pain that I'm going through right now. Hashem is here right now. The whole pain is to discover Hashem. Hashem is how Hashem is... Making the destiny of man, the steps, the footsteps of man is, pre- is, 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 is you, God, in your footsteps, where you're about to walk right now. Is life is happening for you. It's not happening to you. It's for you. Whatever you're about to experience is your destiny, is your purpose. Every moment of your life is meaningful. Every moment is you and God, and there's a purpose in this moment. And you have to discover that purpose in this moment. And if you're unaware of your purpose, or if you're not, it's insignificant for you to discover your purpose right now, then you're not enlightened. And if you're looking for something better, because you can't discover your purpose while you're brushing your teeth, because you can't be aware of how pleasurable it is to be alive at that moment, then that means you're not enlightened. And the beginning of enlightenment is to see enlightenment for one moment. When you see enlightenment for one moment, then you know exactly how you can live your whole life in a state of enlightenment. And you know what that looks like. So the world is created in a way where every single organ is separate, has its own identity. And in the organ itself, there's infinity, there's godly infinity that's flowing through it, that means it's alive, that organ is alive. If it's not alive, it has to be chopped off. Because the aliveness of that organ is godliness flowing through it. And if it's being used for a godly purpose, then really godliness, then it's Yishkun Hashem in that organ. And we explained in Semen Yud that if there wouldn't be organs, if there wouldn't be containers, if there wouldn't be my body, if there wouldn't be the left side, there would be nothing, everything would just disappear and everything would just be God. But that wasn't the purpose of the world because the purpose of the world is God wanted to dwell somewhere. He wants to dwell in your organs. And this is the beauty of tzitzis. You see tzitzis. You look at that one little strand of blue, and that blue symbolizes the water, and, and, and that water symbolizes the heavens, and the heavens symbolizes the throne of God, and that symbolizes God. But when you shake, you, do you, do you see, could you imagine this? When you shake the, the, the titzis, the tcheles, you're really shaking a blue strand that really came from the water. It's the blood of an, of an animal that was in the water, that was born by the water, that's symbolizing the heavens. That's symbolizing all the waters and all the waters of the heavens and all the waters of the kingdom of heaven. Meaning to say it's symbolizing infinity. But don't you realize that the funny thing of tzitzis is that the talus is made up of millions of strings. And then you get to the corner and there's this one little tiny hole that punctures through the covering, through the body, through the, the covering. And even over there we put bigger strings. And even finally we have one string that's a color. No, that's a color, but what is that color? That color is symbolizing life, it's symbolizing the soul, it's symbolizing the incomprehensible, it's symbolizing the looking through to see the meaning, to see the life in this moment. One little tzitzah, one little look through, and that little look through is beyond anything, it's incomprehensible. But even what we're holding is a string, because any place we go is another organ, it's another lavush, you understand? It's another covering. Wherever you're going to go in your body, there's blood and there's cells. And the deeper you go, you're not getting to the soul. Nobody can hold the soul. It means to see God, to hold on to God. Don't you see how funny the mitzvah is? You're holding on to a, a, you're wearing a garment, and then you're holding on to the strings that make the garment. The strings are magnificent. And they're going through this tiny little hole which is really the story of life, that we constantly gonna look at organs, my nose, my ears, my eyes, everything's organs, and everything is to discover the life behind the organs, and the life is incomprehensible. And even when you're gonna discover it, you're gonna have to go deeper and deeper and deeper, because that little tcheles just is one tiny color, That came from the water, it came from an animal that's blood was similar to the sea. Because all of that, because how could you hold on to the sea? You know what it means to hold on to the sea? How could you hold on to the heavens? How could you hold on to Godly? How could you hold on to enlightenment? But since this is your whole life, looking through is your whole life, discovering the infinity of everything is your whole entire life. Discovering the significance of this moment. The tcheles was so significant because it came up one time, the chelazin came up one time in 70 years. And that's why it was so expensive. It made the whole tzitzes expensive because it gave significance. This moment right now is your It's one moment to discover your tzitzes. This moment is the only moment you ever have. Every moment is the beauty of discovering your whole entire life. This moment is your whole entire life. And what you do will change the destiny of the world. What you choose will change the state of consciousness that you're in, will change the way you're in. And if you're focused on that, if you're aware of that, if you're attentive of that, then you're fully alive. Then, you have, then, you, then there's Yishken HaRashem. And if it's insignificant, then it's just a talus, then it's just a beggar. then it's just clothing. Then it's just suffering, then it's just pain. Then it's just like everybody else's clothing. So there's clothing, there's the talus, there's the tzitzis, there's the tzcheles, the blue. And then there's the water, and then there's the kingdom of heaven. In the heavens, and then there's God, and it's the marrying of both of them all the time. It's marrying both of them, and it could only happen at this moment. Only this moment is the portal, is the awakener to discover the infinity. And it's only by recognizing that Yishkin or Hashem can only happen if your organs are empty, if you're awake to your purpose, if you're able to see, if you're not attached, if you're not full, if you're light, if you're easygoing, if you're joyful. If you're looking to discover God, if you're looking to discover your meaning, if you're awake, if you're clear, all of these are words that are the beginning of enlightenment. It's new, this moment is new for you, then you're enlightened. This moment's old, something you know, you wanna to get to a better place, you're not enlightened, you're asleep. You're fully asleep, maybe one day you'll wake up, but right now you're sleepwalking. So that's the question, is it new? Am I happy? Am I alive? Do I see that the only this, there's only this moment? I'm enlightened. I might know it for one minute a day, I might know it the whole entire day, but that's entirely up to you. So if you know this panic, if you already know this pedic, if you know all this stuff, you'll be deeply asleep. But if you never learned it before, because life is brand new every moment and it's incomprehensible, then you're beginning of enlightenment. And that's how we make this real in our life. That's why we're learning it for so much, because this has to become the fiber of your being. To discover God in every single moment means to, be, to see the beauty of... the. Un- incomprehensibility of life. And it's not something we describe. These words are only portals. They're only signs to begin to be enlightened so a person can have Yishkan